And welcome, everyone, to Ben Dow Memorial Stadium here in beautiful DeSoto, Texas, for a huge game tonight. My name is Rodney Fisher with RF Sports Radio and RFSN. I want to welcome you guys to the broadcast tonight. We are going to be broadcasting live the DeSoto Eagles, the number two team ranked in the nation by USA Today, taking on the Midlothian Panthers. And the Panthers are no slouch team. They're 5-1 right now and seem to be the biggest foe the Southern will have to face here in district play. So tonight we're going to bring you guys all the action here from DeSoto, Texas. It is a very clear, good football weather night. Just a cool breeze in the air here in, uh, here in DeSoto, which is a suburb of Dallas. And it's going to be a great, great night of football as well, too. The DeSoto Eagles, as I mentioned, ranked number two by USA Today in the nation. And they're being led on rushing by two players, Dontre Wilson, the running back, and also Desmond White, who in Texas 5A are ranked both 19th and 20th when it comes to rushing. This is a high-powered offense. If you've heard any of our broadcasts before, then you guys know that they put up a bunch of points, and last week was a testament of that. They played Mansfield-Timberview last week and won 61-7. So tonight's going to be a whole different ball game. The Milwaukee Panthers have only lost to one team so far, that's South Grand Prairie, a team that DeSoto has already beaten. And now they'll look for the upset here on homecoming night for DeSoto. As a alum of DeSoto, I want to say a special shout-out to everyone that is also an alum that's listening to the broadcast, whether via Facebook or via our website, rfsportsradio.com. And make sure you guys stay tuned for a special halftime presentation of more premium program premium programming that we preside uh, on RF Sports Radio. So we get ready for the kickoff here. Back to receive for the Soto Eagles will be number two, Dontre Wilson. Get a chance to see him early. He has handled the kickoff duties and punt return duties for the Soto. Milotin to make a pooch kick here. Good at the 30. Now thrown back to Dontre Wilson. The catch on the right side. Now he has the corner. Up to the 35. Cuts inside and finally brought down right past the 40-yard line. A real heads-up play by the Eagles. The middle of the Panthers tried to catch them off guard with a short punt. They threw it all the way back to the 20-yard line to Dontre Wilson, and he brought it up to the 40-yard line. Good 20-yard gain for the Eagles. Now they'll start out first and 10 from the 43-yard line. As we get set to see this offense for DeSoto, if this is your first time listening to the broadcast, then they run no huddle. Uh, so it's going to go fast and furious, and we'll do our best to keep keep up here. In for quarterback for DeSoto is Desmond White, the junior quarterback. Dontre Wilson now was spread out in motion to his right. Snap is back in shotgun formation. Now White looking to throw. Oh, in and out of the hands of Dontre Wilson. I'm sorry, that was actually a pass to Brandon McDowell, the senior wide receiver. In and out of his hands, that catch would have been good enough for a first down. But nevertheless, it's now second and 10 from the 43-yard line. Shotgun set for DeSoto. Snap is back to White. White now looking to get out to the swing pass to wide receiver. He crosses the 50. And now finally brought down the 45-yard line. Good for a first down for the Eagles. Nice play from the DeSoto offense. There was a catch and carry by Tavares Morrell, the senior wide receiver. Now first and 10 for the Eagles. They'll hand it off to Wilson. Wilson around the left side. going to be pulled down hard. Looks like he may have had a face mask there. And we'll wait for the official call from the referees tonight. But the way he was yanked down, you could definitely tell it was a face mask call. And that will be the call going against the Panthers. 
They'll mark it up 15 more yards for the Eagles. This Panthers team is going to have their hands full tonight, and DeSoto looks to try to score early, being very aggressive so far here in this first drive. Now in shotgun formation for DeSoto, three wide receivers. are going to hand the ball off to Wilson on the right side. Wilson now cuts back up in, and he's going to get a quick gain of about three yards. That was a good tackle uh, by the Panthers. Number 22, Tariq Mustafa. And now quick second down for the Eagles. I hand off to Wilson. Wilson is between the tackles, and it's going to get close to a first down. looks like they will give him the first down. Quick handoff right up the right side inside the tackle. Good for another DeSoto first down. Now first and 10 on the 16-yard line, 11 minutes left to go in the first quarter. Now the handoff to Dante Wilson again. He'll go to the left side this time. Good, good move to split two defenders, but only gains about two yards on the play. And they'll set up second down, tackled by number 92, Cameron uh, McInturf, the junior defensive lineman for the Midlothian Panthers. Now, quick carry up here by the Soto offense. Now, second down and seven from the 13. They'll hand it off. Oh, they'll keep it. Why to keep it up the left side? Trying to make a move to the end zone. Oh, and fumbles it out of bounds right at the pylon, trying to reach for the touchdown. And good thing the ball went out of bounds as he fumbled it. That have him down at the inch-yard line, and it would now be first and goal for the Eagles. And they'll line up in shotgun formation. Now White snapped back and they hand it off to Wilson. Wilson is out for a touchdown. And like that, DeSoto is on the board early, 6-0. 10-19 left to go. Very short drive, only eight plays. Four first downs on the drive, and DeSoto's inside the score. And this is what this team likes to do. They like to put points up early and as quick as possible. Now they're set up for the extra point. And the kick is up. The kick is good. We'll take a break here, guys, while we can. DeSoto's up 7-0. to zero. Over me loathing, you listen to the broadcast on RFSN. Here with uh here with Coach Williams. Coach, you talking about your team is oh, oh Willis. Yes, What's up, How are you doing today? Hey, you All right. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. And we are back here live in DeSoto, Texas. The Eagles are on top 7-0. to zero. Uh, Very, very quick. Less than two minutes on that score. Eight-play drive. 60-yard drive for the Eagles. Make that, sorry, uh, yeah, 60-yard drive for the Eagles. Capping off with a touchdown by Dontre Wilson. I'm sure that had his stats here in the, here in the nation, also the state of Texas. 
Now they'll kick the ball off the middle of It's going to be fielded by number 10. He's going to go up to the 30. He has a quick scene, gets to the 35, but now brought down. Good tackle by number 38, Tyrod Sharp. And now the Midlothian Panthers will set up shop close to where the Soto started, but on the other side of the 40. That'll bring up first and 10 from the 38-yard line for the Panthers. The Panthers quarterback is number eight, Bryce Fawcett. He's got seven touchdowns and four interceptions on the year. Now they hand out to running back number one. Get the right side and a clear seam up the middle. And no one's going to catch him. He's past the 20. Now the 10 and in for a touchdown. Midlothian on the board with one play. That was a running play by Patrick Hernandez. The senior running back right around the right side, and no one can catch up with him. That's a touchdown. Wow. 62 yards. And Milotin answers back with a touchdown and left side in DeSoto. Extra point by the Panthers is up, and that is good. Now it's tie ball game. We've got a good game on our hands here so far. Milotin's been the first team to really be able to hang with the scoring of DeSoto, and definitely a defensive breakdown on that play. And Coach Mathis is going to have a quick talk with his defensive coordinator to figure out what may have happened on that play. 62-yard run by Patrick Hernandez, and no one could touch him. A lot of speed, and, and none of the defenders for the soul can catch up. Big play. As you mentioned, tonight is uh, DeSoto's homecoming game. We welcome all of the DeSoto alum that are listening worldwide, especially those in our armed forces who join us uh, usually for our broadcast here on Friday night. Now uh, they'll kick the ball off. DeSoto will get ready to get back on offense, back to receive for the Eagles is number two, Dontre Wilson. Kicking duties will be number 42 for the Panthers. That's Cody Semick. We'll get ready for the kickoff here. A lot of action early. And it's going to take a bounce to the 30-yard line. Now fielded by number 28. He's going to take it around on the left side. Runs over a player at the 40. Crosses the 40. Couldn't get to midfield. Pushed out of bounds right at about the 42-yard line. And now DeSoto was set up right where they started at the first drive. They'll mark them out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Now DeSoto offense will come out with a chance to see what they can do to answer back after a quick score by the Panthers. Desmond White at quarterback. He's got Dontre Wilson in the backfield with him as well. Four wide receivers. They hand it off to Wilson. Wilson off the left side. Now breaks past the 50. And it's finally going to be pushed down past the 45-yard line. And that was a ninth game. 15-yard gain for Dontre Wilson on the first play. Now it's just a first down and 10 at the 44. 
second down. They hand it off back off to Wilson. Wilson the middle. Going to be stopped close to the line of scrimmage. Gain of about two as they push the power forward. Now sets up second and eight from the 42. Shotgun formation. Snap back to White. White looking to pass now. Going to his right side and over the outstretched arms of Brandon McDowell as they're trying to hit him on the crossing route. Good zone coverage by the Panthers. Even if McDowell would have made that catch, the momentum probably would have drove him out of bounds short of a first down. And now they're set up for third and eight. The Soto's first third down of the game. And they'll fake a snap to Wilson. Now give it to White. White will make a spin move, but can't get enough for a first down. Right down short of the first down marker. And now sets up fourth down for DeSoto. We'll see what Coach Clark Matthews decides to do here. Uh, big fourth down. And they'll go for it. Fourth and five and 39. Snap is back to White. White looking to pass. He said, now to Wilson. Wilson will be stopped short of the first down. He made the catch, but a great defensive play upended him before he made it to the first down marker. It'll be a turnover in Midlothian's football. We'll see if this turnover plagues DeSoto throughout the game. As we know, Coach Cloud Manson is not going to shy away from fourth downs. Usually they work out in his favor, but after that, Defensive stand last series. We'll see what happens here. Back in quarterback is number eight, Bryce Fawcett. Fawcett shotgun formation, four wide receivers. Now Moses Hernandez fakes the handoff to him. Moses right now throwing, has a man open to the 40. He's going to be finally brought out of bounds at the 46-yard line. There was a catch and carry by A.J. Tully, the senior running back. Foster very quick on the throw. Good offensive movement for these Panthers so far. Now first and ten for the 46 for the Panthers. Snap is back to Foster. Foster will hand it off to Hernandez. He's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. No gain. They ran, looks like, the similar play that he scored on. But the defensive front for the Soldier did a much better job. There was a tackle by number 54, Bryce English. Now second and ten from the 46 Fawcett by himself in the backfield Now will take the snapback shotgun Looking to throw, he's going to keep it for himself Russell the middle is, is going to be tackled Right at midfield Didn't have anyone to throw to Decided to take it for himself for a few yards Gets him up now for a third and five of the 49 7.40 left to go here in this first quarter. Now third down here for the Panthers, their first third down. Fawcett, shotgun formation. Oh, and the defensive lineman for DeSoto jumps. It'll be encroachment on him. That's number 54, Bryce English. He's only a sophomore. And just jumped a little early. It's going to give them an easy first down. 
Now first and ten at the forty four. Costly mistake there for the defense. Now Fawcett will hand it off to his running back up the middle. He's gonna go nowhere. And finally brought down. We've got a flag on the play. We'll see what the flag is. And looks like they got a face mask causing it against the Soto now. The defense line did a great job of stopping the momentum, but in the pile, looks like they pulled a face mask on the running back that was totally carrying the ball. And now we're getting them 15 yards for another first and 10. Now from the 28-yard line. They'll go into a shotgun, double running back, and they'll motion one out. Now they're going to hand it off. Oh, fake. Uh, hands off to Hernandez. He fumbles, and the soul looks like they jumped on top of it. Hand it off to Hernandez. A lot of confusion on the handoff, and Hernandez fumbles. And now the Soto gets their first turnover of the game. In that drive for the Panthers, they ran four plays, three first downs, two off a penalty. And that fumble would give the Soto the ball back, first and 10 to 27. And if you're Claude Mathis, you'll take defensive stops however you get them. Turnovers work pretty well. Now White will come out and set up the offense. They run a four wide receiver set. He's got Wilson in the backfield. Shotgun formation. Snap is back to White. White pressure now steps up and throws. Has Wilson at the 50. Cross the 50. Spin moves his way to the 45. Finally brought down. Wilson out of the backfield ran a nice wheel route and was wide open in the middle of that secondary. And great play now, first and 10 at the 44 for the Eagles. Now, let's set up quickly here. You know, fake the hand off to, to Wilson, and White will go around the left side. Now past the 30, still on his feet. Probably dragged down after the nasty face mask. Spun his head around there. He looks like he's going to be okay, but wow, what a takedown there by the Panthers. White is a pretty short player, so you can easily grab for Jersey and grab his face mask. They'll tack on some more yardage after that great game by White. He was brought down at the 20. 24 yard run by White, and they'll tack on another 15. Now, first and 10 to the, uh, or tack on another 10, excuse me. Now, first and 10 to the 10 yard line for the Eagles. White, shotgun formation, got Wilson in the backfield behind him. Three wide receivers, two to his right. Now a throw to his right. He got a man at the five-yard line. Can't spin out of the tackle. And that was a pass to number 84, Tavares Royal. Couldn't spin out of his tackle, but good form tackle by number 14 for the Panthers, Dustin Seaton, the senior defensive back. Now second and six at the six-yard line. They're going to hand it off to Wilson on the right side. Now, they're going to cut in. Can't get to the goal line. Tackle just short. They're going to mark him down to the two-yard line. Now, third down and three. 
they hurry up and run a play. They give it that back to Wilson. Wilson can't get anywhere. Good penetration in the backfield. Nice tackle by Austin Adams. Beat the offensive lineman, got in the backfield, and brought Wilson, Wilson down for no gain. Now, fourth down at the three-yard line. Big stand here for the Midlothian defense and a big play for the Eagles. Looks like Mathis has decided to go ahead and kick the ball here. A little confusion between the holder and the kicker. They get back set. Snap is back. Looking to kick. Kick is up, and it's good. And a rare field goal by the Eagles, but in this game, you might want to take the points where you can. Full play, two first down drives, 73-yard drive by the Eagles. Let's take a quick break. Come back, Carrison. 4.59 left to go in the first quarter. The Eagles up 10-7 over the Panthers. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. As we get ready for the kickoff here, as I mentioned, the Soto up 10-7 to over the Midlothian Panthers, and it hasn't been an easy 10 points for them to get. Now they'll kick off here. Kicking off for the Eagles is Francisco Obregon, the kicker, and back to receive for the Panthers is going to be number two, Brendan Cornell. He fills up the 10. Now to the 20. It's going to be finally brought down right at the 25-yard line. As a special teams is fired up for the Soto. Here comes the defense who's had some trouble putting a stop or slowing down, I should say, this Midlothian Panthers offense. And Midlothian's been able to put together some really, really good drives, both running the ball and passing the ball as well, too. But the Soto has really shot themselves in the foot a lot of times as well with some big penalties giving them first downs. Now back in quarterback is Fawcett. Fawcett is shotgun formation going to motion Hernandez. We'll fake the handout to him. He'll keep it up the middle. He's going to be t- brought down at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Well, they're getting one yard for falling forward. Now second and nine from the 26-yard line. As now the Panthers run a lot of option plays. Now they're set up now in a shotgun with two running backs in the backfield. Three wide receivers. Snap is back. Face ahead. Now I'm not looking to throw. He's got nowhere to go. He's going to be pulled down for a sack. Big play by the Eagles defense. That was a sack by number 32, Drake Newsom. Big play there. And now it is set up third down and 11. There was nowhere for the throw it in the pocket, collapsed on Fawcett. Now Fawcett back in shotgun. Eagles showing blitz. 
Taylor Young will now back up here. Yet to call his name today. Now, Young in on the blitz. Going to get past and look back. Oh, yeah, it's going to be knocked down, and the ball's loose. They'll call it an incomplete pass. That was an edge rush by Vernon Johnson, the outside linebacker. And that could have easily been a fumble there, but they'll call it an incomplete pass. It's going to be a three and out for the Midlothian Panthers. And the defense finally wakes up and holds this Panther offense. Now fourth and 11, 331 left to go in the first quarter. They will kick the ball back to receive. It's going to be done. Trey Wilson, he's standing at the 30-yard line. The ball will bounce to the 45. They'll take a Midlothian bounce to the 31 and finally down by Brian Hammer, the senior linebacker for the Panthers. Now first and ten for the Soda is a thirty-two. Three twenty-one left to go in this first quarter. Eagles on top by three, ten to seven. Nice crowd here tonight for both Midlothian and DeSoto. As Midlothian's not that far away and they have grown as a city and as a football team. You can definitely tell tonight. Snap is back to White. Right now, a quick pass at the wide receiver on the left side. That was number 15, Chris Lacey. That will be good for a first down, a gain of 11 on the pass. Now first and 10 for the Eagles at the 43-yard line. Three wide receivers to White. White now will hand it off to his running back on the right side. He's going to Bulldoze his way down here. It's close to the 50-yard line. Split two defenders, and it was just a little too hard to bring down. That was number 28, Torrey Brown, the sophomore running back. We've seen a lot of him the last couple of games. A much bigger back than Dontre Wilson. He's only a sophomore. Now snap is back to White. White will now, oh, it's going to be pressure. Now looking to throw. He finally gets away, and it finally caught. Oh, this step back move by number 84. And he'll be brought down. He'll be brought down good enough for a first down. There's some commotion by the Panthers fans here. They wanted a flag on the play. But good catch and move by Tavares Rather to step back and get that first down. Now first 10 to 33-yard line. And they'll hand it off now to Jatori Brown and Brown. We'll gain about five on the play. Second and five now at the 28-yard line. As Soto here will get ready to run a play here, waiting on the officials to get set. Now snap is back to White. White a fake the hand on the keeps up himself up the middle, picking his way forward. And he's going to be ahead just enough for another Eagles first down. As we see more of a traditional offense by the Eagles, mixing the run in the pass, especially with White, who White right now is ranked uh, 20th in Texas 5A when it comes to rushing. The Southern's offense is ranked number three in the state of Texas, coming into the game with average of 485 yards a game. 
of offense. And now on the first down play, White will throw it. It's going to be complete to number 15, Chris Lacey. Good for a gain of eight, now second and two from the 14-yard line. And we got a Panther player down on the field. We'll take a break here as well and come right back. 128 left to go in the first quarter. The total of 10-7 over the Midlothian Panthers. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it's your boy, Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join IcebreakerProductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show. It's mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. you hear it? IcebreakerProductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. And we are back here. They're helping the Panthers player off of the field. He seems to be okay walking off on his own power. A great sign to see for anyone injured on the field of battle. Now the Eagles second and two from the 14-yard line. Wilson, White, excuse me, in um, shotgun formation, he's got number 28, Jatory Brown, in the backfield. We haven't seen much of Dontre Wilson on this drive and don't know if he's injured or not. Don't see anyone, anyone at the trainer's table. They'll hand it off to Brown. Brown will try to make his way up the middle, but can't get anything going. He's going to be stonewalled at the line of scrimmage by that Midlothian Panther defensive line. Leading the charge is Justin Martin for the Panthers, and a good stand there, now 32 from the 14-yard line. Snap goes back to White. White looking to pass. Got a man open on the left side. is Lacey. Lacey will tiptoe the sideline and be pushed out of bounds. Good enough for a first down. They'll mark him down right at about the, it's like the six-yard line, seven-yard line, excuse me. Now first and 
first and goal from the seven for the Eagles. They hand off the Brown. Brown on the left side is going to walk in untouched. Now, touchdown to Soto. Jatori Brown, his first touchdown in the game. Second rushing touchdown for the Eagles as they ran a hurry-up offense and scored easily around their left side. Seven-yard run by Jatori Brown. That drive was eight plays, four first downs, 68 total yards by the Eagles offense. Now Francisco Obergon will attempt the point after attempt. And we've got a flag on the play. Too many men. It's like breaking the huddle. Illegal substitution by the Eagles. It'll make this extra point a little bit harder now. But makeable for Obergon. As we can set for the kick here, the Eagles had a little trouble starting off this game. The Panthers on a one-play scoring drive, 63-yard carry. And this this kick is blocked. That was blocked by number 14, Dustin Seaton. And I guess the penalty moved it back too far. And the Eagles just seemed like they were taking their time to get it kicked off. And they get the kick blocked. So now the score will remain 16-7. 29 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. I want to remind everyone to follow all your sports action and more the subtle action as well as you get set for the playoffs to start here pretty soon. Make sure you go to rfsportsradio.com. Uh, there you can find a lot of sports information, also our premium content, which will feature interviews with some of the biggest athletes in the world of sports as we get ready for the Maverick season to start as well. So stay tuned for halftime. We'll give you guys a preview of some of their premium content to offer from rfsportsradio.com. Homecoming for the Soto, and they're up by nine points. Nice crowd on the Soto side of the field. A lot of alumni here tonight. See several that I graduated with. Want to say hello to them. And also several years before and after me as well. And now we get ready for the kickoff here. And it's like kickoff will be Obergon again. He's going to go ahead and kick an outside kick, and it will be fielded by the Panthers. little risky play there. I guess trying to catch the Panthers offside and blow the game open. But good heads up play by Clay uh, Barrentos. And he fell on the ball, just as you always taught in practice to do. And the Panthers will take over now at the 45-yard line. Eagles giving them a very short field to work with, with 26 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Fawcett in quarterback. Shotgun formation. He's got a running back in the back for the four wide receivers. Fakes the handoff, looking to throw. Going to go to his running back. He's going to take a hit, but keeps moving. 
pushing the guy forward, running him over for a good first down. It's been on the mark of the ball, and they will give a first down, a good 10-yard catch and run by Brendan Cornell, the the junior receiver, and did a good job of staying on his feet, absorbing the contact to push the push forward for a first down. Now first and ten from the forty five for the Panthers and the Panthers offense will take a quick time out here. Uh well I'm sorry, at the end of the first quarter. So the end of the first quarter is settled sixteen, Panthers seven. We'll take a break here and get back to the second quarter action. You're listening to the Subtle Eagles football on RFSportsRadio.com and RFSN. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station, didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch, and I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought, this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods. We're back with second quarter action, first and ten for the Panthers. They're handed off to Hernandez. Hernandez around the left side is going to push forward for a first down. Good run by Patrick Hernandez, the senior running back. He's had a good day on the ground so far. It's going to be a first down for the Panthers, now first and ten at the 33-yard line after being pushed out of bounds. Now Hernandez was set up here on the right side. And now Fawcett will fake the handout, rose to his left, will keep it, breaks one tackle, and finally brought down with a gain of about six. And that should set up second and four for the Eagles, for the Panthers, excuse me. It's going to be second down and five from the 28-yard line. Foster, the quarterback, he's going to have two running backs with him. He's going to have both Hernandez and Tully. Hands off to Hernandez around the right side. Hernandez gets around the edge, but the linebackers will bring him down. going to be a tackle by number one, Taylor Young. And that was set up now third and one. for the Panthers at the 24-yard line. Fawcett shotgun formation. Two wide receivers in the backfield with them. Looks like they put a lineman back there with them as well. Maybe run a trick play here. Fawcett now looking to throw, and short arms to throw, trying to get the ball to number two, Brendan Cornell. And it's going to bring up fourth down and one. And we'll see what the head coach elects to do here. And the head coach, Lee Winnington, 
Unless they go for the fourth down, fourth and one here. They hand it off, and it's going to be stopped. Looks like he stopped short of the first down. We'll see if they spot the ball, but looks like he was stopped just short of the first down. They gave the ball to Justin Seaton, their leading running back, and didn't get enough for the first down. Good defensive stop by the Eagles. And now they have a turnover here, and DeSoto will get the ball back first and 10 there and on their 25-yard line. Coach Winnington let them go for the fourth down, and I don't blame them, but got no offensive push from that offensive line. And good defense by DeSoto. The linebacker stepped right in the hole, and Madison Back was there. And a throw the flag here for a legal substitution, but really never he never came into the huddle. He just ran the field and ran back out. Little confused as why they would throw a flag there, but it's a five yard penalty on the Eagles and Coach Matthews is definitely talking to the referee about that. Now first and fifteen at the twenty as Dante Wilson comes back in the game and running back. It's spread out wide receiver. Now, White being chased right behind. Doesn't see the player coming. It's going to be sacked for a loss. Had no idea that number 21, Dustin Martin, was coming around their right edge. And that's a sack for the Panthers. Now, second and 19 from the 16-yard line. Big play by the Panthers' defense. Now, White shotgun formation is going to run four wide receivers. They're going to hand it off to Wilson. Wilson spin his way in the middle of the pack. Good for a few yards here, but not well short of making up the yardage back from the penalty and the sack. So now third and 15 at the 20-yard line. Big third down here. Stop here would definitely give the Panthers a good field position. Snap is back to White. And hand out the whistle. Fake up. Oh, end around and give it to the wide receiver. He's trying to cut up. Nowhere to go. He's going to be game tackled at the line of scrimmage. Trick play by the Eagles. He handed it off to Wilson. Wilson pitched the ball to Brandon McDowell on a wide receiver reverse, and he had nowhere to go. Fourth and 14, and they'll have to punt here. So good defensive stop by the Panthers. And now we'll get ready for the punt here. Snap is low. Still gets the punt away. Going to be fielded at the 35. He's going to fall down the hop of the ball. That was number two, Brendan Cornell. And they'll mark him down right at the 38-yard line. to be first and 10 for the Panthers at their own 38. I want to remind everyone to stick around at halftime to get a sneak peek at some of the premium programming available on rfsportsradio.com. 
You're going to hear a little bit from some of the Maverick players, Elton Brand, Dirk Nowinski, and Derek Collison. The handoff here to Hernandez. Hernandez has got the left side, finally going to be tripped up by number 21, Zach White. But a good gain of eight yards by Hernandez, who's had a great day on the ground, as I mentioned before. It's been their most effective runner. Now second and two from the 46-yard line. Fawcett is shotgun formation. He's got four wide receivers, two on each side. Snap is back. Now looking to throw to his right. Get the ball off. It's going to be underthrown. And out of the hands, he tried to pick it up with number seven, Victor Williams, but could not get his hands under the ball on the low throw. And they'll set up now third and two from the 46-yard line. Now third and two for Foster in this Panther offense. Bryce Foster will take the sideline for the play. Shotgun formation. He's got two running backs on each side. Now we'll hand the ball off up the middle. It's going to be stopped in the backfield. Good play by that DeSoto defense. Number 58, Michael Cohen, was in the backfield first, stood him up, and the rest of the Eagles defense followed. They actually pushed him back for a loss of two. That sets them now fourth and four. And we'll see what Coach Winnington elects to do here. They weren't successful on their last fourth down play. And now they'll snap back looking throw. Oh, catch is made for a first down. Nice quick throw by Fawcett. On the slant route by Cornell, and nice catch by Cornell to hold on to the ball. He was covered really well by the Eagles secondary. But nice throw by Foster was able to put it right where only he could grab the ball. And that will give the Panthers a first down, first and 10 to 45-yard line with seven minutes left to go here in the first half. Foster's shotgun formation. Now we'll hand the ball off to number 24. 24 race through up the middle. Now at the 30-yard line. Finally brought down at the 32, excuse me, the 28-yard line. That was a run by Justin Seaton, their leading running back this season. He's got 10 touchdowns total for the year, eight passing and two rushing the ball. That's still up first and 10 to 29 for the Panthers. Shotgun formation for Fawcett. Snap is back, now looking to throw. Throw to his right side. Oh, and overthrows and almost picked off. The safety, Nick Ord, who is Defensive Player of the Week this week, almost picked off that pass. He was trying to get his ball out to Victor Williams but overthrew Williams, and Orr read it the whole time. Now second and 10 at the 29-yard line. Let's 
Snap is back. They're going to hand the ball to Hernandez. Hernandez around the right side. He's got room with the 20. Now breaks free and tiptoes his way up and finally pushed out of bounds to the five-yard line. Hernandez again with a strong run. He's been very effective around the tackles. And now sets up a first and goal for the Panthers at the five-yard line. Good play there. Panthers now in shotgun formation. First and goal. They'll fake the hand. I'm not here rolling looking to pass. Make the pass. It's going to be caught, but short of the goal line. Good touchdown saving tackle by Taylor Lewis, who Taylor tonight is the homecoming king for the class of 2013 tonight. Nice touchdown saving tackle there. Sets up second and goal at the two-yard line. Kansas now with a great opportunity to put points on the board and make this a two-point game. Snap is back to Foster. Foster will fake. Oh, we'll hand it off this time. Going to be stopped short of the goal line. Gain of about one. That was a carry by Justin Seaton, number 24. Now third down and one. They ran a quick play. It's going to be now offside, false start, rather, by the offense. They tried to run a quick play to get the ball in on the sneak, and now false start is going to be caught. It's going to push them back five yards. Wow, big penalty there. It takes a third and one, makes it now a third and six. Moves it from the one-yard line to the six-yard line. That's a lot of yardage. As hard as it's been to score in this Minnesota defense all season. 4.57 left to go. Third down for the Panthers. Foster now looks the pass. Got a man in zone. It's going to be incomplete. The Panthers fans want a flag on the play. But from here, it looks like Cornell fell down before having any contact with the defensive back. And that's going to set up now fourth and fourth and goal from the six-yard line. And it looks like they're going to go ahead and kick a field goal here. Now the kick is number nine to Kobe Womack. And we'll get a timeout from the Panthers here as they want to talk this one over. We'll take a quick timeout here. We won't come back and miss anything. You listen to the Subtle Eagles football on RFSN, RFSportsRadio.com. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. 
And we're back here as we get set for a huge fourth down play. That third down play was third and goal from the six-yard line, and the Panthers fans still want to call for pass interference there. But they're not going to get it, and they're going to sit up now to try a field goal attempt. 16-yard field goal here by Jacoby Womack. And the kick is up, and it is good. 16 to 10. That drive was nine plays, 68 yards, three first downs on the drive. Nice piece of work by the Panthers to get some points on the board. Their first score since their first play on offense, which was a 68-yard touchdown by Patrick Hernandez. So now 4.45 left to go. In the first half, DeSoto trying to hold on to a six-point lead. Would be 17-10. But the Panthers did a good job of blocking the field goal after DeSoto made an illegal substitution that pushed them back five yards. And Seaton came in to block the ball, which left them with only a six-point lead. Now the Panthers will kick the ball off back to receive for the Eagles is number two, Dontre Wilson, and also Zach White for the Eagles. Kicking off for the Panthers is number 42, Cody Semick. He's going to make a high kick. It'll be fielded right at the 35. It's going to be fair caught. Excuse me, at the 26-yard line. Fair caught by number 84, Tavares Royal. Royal's had a pretty busy day today as well, along with Chris Lacey also. Now first and 10 for the Eagles at the 27-yard line. 4.45 left to go in the first half. And then for quarterback, of course, is Desmond White. He's going to be there with Dontre Wilson. Handed off to Wilson. Wilson will cut inside for a nice gain of five yards. Those of you guys in the Pacific Northwest get used to Dontre Wilson. He's going to be at University of Oregon next year. We'll see if uh, Tim Kelly is there as well. Now, second and six for the Eagles. Wide a roll out. He's going to get a quick pass. Good throw to hit his wide receiver. Got the ball out to Brandon McDowell. And threw it only where he could get it. That was a good throw by White. He's got a lot better with his passing this season than what we saw last season, sharing time with Raheem Wilson. Now first and 10 for the Eagles at the 41. White will hand the ball off to Dante Wilson. going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. Great play there by number four, Will Marks, the linebacker for the Panthers. Stood up Wilson for no gain on the play. Now second and ten from the 41. Four wide receivers for the Eagles. Single back is Dontre Wilson. He will now motion out to the left side, and now White will look to throw. White going down the middle. Oh, and out. Almost out, almost in the hands of Royal. 
this right over his outstretched arms, but Roy did a good job of diving for the ball. A little better throw, and he would have had him up that seam. Good seam route by Roy. And they may go back to that play there in the second half. Now third and ten for the Eagles. The Panther fans trying to cheer their defense on. The Eagles fans trying to cheer the offense on. And this play here with 30 and 10 to 41 is going to be a big one. And looks like the Eagles offense will take a timeout here. Talk a little bit more about the play. We'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to the DeSoto Eagles broadcast on rfsportsradio.com, RFSN. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. And welcome back, everyone, to the Soto, Texas, Ben Dow Memorial Stadium for the Eagles' homecoming game in 2012, taking on the 5-1 Midlothian Panthers, scored now 16-10. to Snap is back to White. White looking to throw on third down. Has the receiver at the first down marker. Catch by Brandon McDowell. Fall scored for another yard, and there'll be a first down for the Eagles on third and ten from the 41. Now, since the first and ten from the 47-yard line. Quick snap here for White. White looking to go deep. Throws to the middle of the roar, and in and out of his hands, he fell down to make the grab. That'll be incomplete pass. Now, sets up second and ten for this Eagles offense. The Panthers' defense looping on their heels here with 3.24 left to go in the first half. Now snap is back to White. Quick throw to Chris Lacey on the left side. He'll be tackled short of the first down, but a gain of about seven on the play. Make that eight, now third and two from the 39-yard line as the clock continues to tick. They'll line up quick. Now, quick snap back here. White, White, keep it up the middle. Race free to 30. Now they're going to go to his left side. Finally drug down at the 21-yard line. They mark him down here at the 23. As White, kind of surprised on the snap, but they like to take it itself and a good good decision there. Now sets up first and 10 at the 22. They hand the ball off to Dante Wilson. Wilson, he's going to throw the ball and pick that by. The Panthers, oh, they'll mark him down. Wow. It looked like a fumble for him. We couldn't see if he was down or if he fumbled the ball. The Panthers did the right thing by picking it up and, going and running with it. And then the line judge comes in and marks him down. So there'll be a game. There'll be no game in the play. It should be second and ten. Martin, Dustin Martin made the tackle. Number 14, Dustin Seaton picked it up. 
And that's the right thing to do if you don't know if it's a fumble or not. Now stack by the white. White under pressure. Gets away. Now I can't get away anymore. Punish Rose gets it out to Dalton Wilson. Wilson at the twenty. Now at the ten. Turn on the Jets at the five and in for a touchdown. There's a penalty flag on the play. Looks like in the neighborhood of maybe a hold. And they'll get a holding flag on the Eagles. That's going to negate a touchdown. That was a great athletic play by Dez White to get away from the pressure and be quick enough to get the ball out to Wilson. And Wilson made a great run. It'll push him back another 10 yards now. Third down, second down and 20 now from the 32-yard line. White will wait for the play from the sideline. They'll line up in four wide receivers, three receivers to his right. Now he's going to roll wide and look to pass. Get the ball out to Royal. Royal will be tackled just short of the 20. They're going to mark him down here at the 21-yard line. Now 39, good gain of 11 yards on that play to make up a lot of that yardage that they lost. All that and then some that they lost on the penalty. Now third down. Why to keep the ball himself trying to go up the middle? But can't get enough there, only a gain of about five. So it's now fourth down and five from the 17-yard line. And DeSoto will go for it here. 147 left to go in the first half. The Panthers players trying to fire for the sideline. The Eagles players firing up their sideline as well. Loudest that the crowd has been tonight. Now fourth and five of the 17. Snaps back to White. White looking to pass. Oh, and in and out of the hands of Royal. Royal had it on the one-hand catch but couldn't control it enough. And that will turn the ball over to the Panthers. They had the right play call, but Royal just couldn't bring it in. Would have been a very, very difficult catch, but he had his arm on the ball. Now the Panthers will try to get a little momentum here. Down by six with 128 left to go on the clock in the first half. Let's see if they try to move the ball down here pretty fast. They've been really effective with Patrick Hernandez around the edge. Now, Foster, the shotgun formation, he'll hand it off to Seaton. Seaton now go around the 20 and run out of bounds to the 25-yard line. Heads up play there to get out of bounds and stop the clock, but 122 left to go. Did not get the first down, though. It's going to be second down and two. So now second and two for the 25 for the Panthers. They'll try to speed things up here. And shotgun is Foster. Foster now looking to throw. Gets it out to Cornell. Cornell's going to be hit hard by Taylor Young and drop right at the first down marker. It looks like it's going to be enough for first down, but Young on a big hit on Cornell. 
And they'll set up first and ten here for the Panthers at the forty at the twenty seven yard line. Clock is going to continue to run now down to a minute left. Foster the shotgun. Now looking to throw. It's going to get it out here to the left side. Back to Cornell. And good defensive coverage by number 21, Zach White, the senior DB. White was a starter in last year's defensive team and did a good job of blanketing Cornell. He's got, a, he's got some height on Cornell and used it to his advantage playing against side and making Foster throw the ball a little too high for Cornell to be able to catch it. Now second and ten for the Panthers at the 27. Snap back to Foster. Foster will hand out to Hernandez. Hernandez around the right side. Has some steam. Pushes the power forward some. And that will set up a third down and short for a first down, but they need a little more. Only 50 seconds left, and they'll take a timeout here by the Panthers. We'll stay here for the action, and make sure you stay tuned for halftime when you get a chance to sample some of the premium programming offered by RFSportsRadio.com. You'll hear from Dirk Nowinski, Elton Brand, and also Darren Collison of the Dallas Mavericks. And we invite you also to stay tuned to RF Sports Radio throughout the week for more sports talk from a fan's perspective from sports talk shows from across the country for everything from fantasy football to college football to high school football, NFL, NBA, MLB, and everything in between. Now 50 seconds left to go for the Panthers here if they want to get on the board before the end of the half. Foster, shotgun formation, three wide receivers, and a motion of running back out. And we'll hand the ball off to Seaton. Seaton up the middle, got the first down. Gains a few more yards and falls forward. It'll now be first down for Midlothian at the 40-yard line. Referee finally whistles for the clock to run. Now 40 seconds left. He's going to go long to Cornell. And good play by White to get a hand up and knock it down. That would have been a a good catch by Cornell, who made the right play, but White stuck a hand up and knocked the ball down before Cornell had a chance to catch it. And that was a great defensive play by the D1 recruit. Now second and ten. Clock stops because of the incomplete pass. Now Foster shotguns, snap is back on the hand it off to Hernandez. Oh, face it, keeps it himself up the middle. And finally brought down the 45-yard line. Good first down by the Panthers. Surprise quarterback draw there by Midlothian. And due to the first down, they'll stop the clock and wait for the referee whistle to start up again. Now it starts the clock now with 20 seconds left to go. The Panthers try to hurry up and get a play called here. Foster now shotgun looking to throw. Now it's going to go deep up the middle. Oh, and almost intercepted, but overthrew both the DB and Justin Williams, Victor Williams, excuse me, number seven. 
but effective enough to stop the clock and with 12 seconds left to go as the Eagles now are going to a more of a prevent type of defense. So now it looks like Taylor Run's going to rush the ball. They will rush. They hand out to Seaton. Seaton is going to be whistled down at the line of scrimmage. And they oh they got a timeout call before the play ran. Interesting call there. So now with five seconds left to go, they'll have a quick timeout. We'll stay here. As a reminder as well, guys, we'll remind you that at halftime you get a chance to hear some of the premium programming from our website with some big interviews with a couple of the Mavericks players, some new Mavericks and old Maverick that we all like to hear from who just had knee surgery today. That's Dirk Nowinski. First round of this year's playoffs will be held at Cowboys Stadium. We'll be bringing you guys that once the playoffs start, but right now the Eagles have got to get over the 5-1 and one Midlothian Panthers. Third and 10 here for the Panthers. Snap is back to Fawcett. Fawcett now looking to go deep. Puts everything he has into the throw, and it's going to be incomplete. Almost caught by number 14, Dustin Seaton. Incomplete at the end of half. The Eagles on top 16 to 10. Stay tuned for interviews from Doug Nowitzki, Elton Brand, and Darren Collison from the Dallas Mavericks. We'll be back with you guys in about 30 minutes for the second half of this one here at Ben Down Memorial Stadium. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for the halftime presentation and also the second half of the game. You're listening to the Soto Eagles football on rfsportsradio.com, RFSN. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station, didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch, and I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station, and I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. How you guys doing today? Good. 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 
Sam, what are the, the biggest challenges for you as a point guard, new team, you know, a bunch of new faces on this team, kind of trying to be the guy who brings it together? Um, I think, well, first it starts off the court. You know, I think everybody has to, you know, enjoy being around each other. Um, I think that's where chemistry starts. And then for me as a point guard, I think, you know, on the court, you got to figure out, you know, where guys like to get the ball, you know, or some of their strengths and weaknesses. And, um, you know, the more and more you play with them, you know, the more and more you figure that out. Carl was telling us about you had asked for film with these guys right after you got to the team. Talk about what you saw in that and just what impressed you about the guys you were playing with. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was important to, you know, get film on each guy, you know, considering, you know, I'm giving these guys the ball most of the time. And, you know, OJ is the type of guy that, you know, that can score anytime, And he can put the ball in the hoop at any will. And I think, you know, Dirk Nowitzki speaks for himself. Um, for Dirk, I think it's just a matter of just playing off him. You know, he's going to get the ball, you know, whether it's at the high post or the low post. But, you know, I think everybody has to, you know, be ready to play off him. And, you know, Chris Kamen is another guy you can play off too. You know, he's such good skill in the post. You know, I, I didn't know how good he was in the post until I actually played with him last week. And, um, you know, he could do some damage down there too. So, um, you know, we have a lot of different weapons. And not, not just in the starting unit, but, you know, off the bench, you know, with, you know, Delonte, Dante Jones, and, and the list goes on. You've obviously played against these guys, mm -hmm. and but was the motivation for all that film work to, to just make sure you put yourself in a different, uh, a different outlook at right. it from when you're playing with them? Yeah, it's, it's funny you said that. You know, when you're playing against them, it's like, okay, you you don't see as much as you are when you're on the team. And then when you're watching a film, you're like, okay, you know, he can do that. And, um, you know, Dirk Nowinski, I just watching him in person, you know, I, I can't remember the last time I seen a, a nice seven-foot shooter that can just show up the ball the way he does. And it's really going to make my job a lot easier coming off the pick and rolls. And, um, you know, I got a chance to play with D. West, who was just a good pick and pop guy. And he's going to be something similar. But I think the difference between Dirk Nowinski and him is that he can stretch the floor out a little bit more. So. What have you learned about Dirk being around him? I know you haven't been around him a whole lot yet because he was gone. Mm -hmm. Just the time you've been around him. A uh, real good guy. Um, he loves to work. You know, I think that's important. Your best player has to love to work. You know, it rubs off everybody. It's, it becomes contagious. And I think that's how a team gets better. Um, you know, if your best player doesn't love to work, then I think your team is in for a long run. But he, he loves to work, and, you know, a bunch of guys follow, like to follow him, too. Jared, you referenced having uh, not known that Chris Kamen could shoot until you saw him just a few mm -hmm. days ago. Uh, obviously, a lot of guys have been in town leading up to camp. How productive do you feel like some of the informal things that you guys have done leading up to training camp has been for you? Man, I, I think it was essential. It was very important for us to, to do the work that we've been doing the last two, three weeks. Um, you know, last year with the lockout, you know, you kind of had that, that luxury. But, you know, now we have opportunity to come in the gym real early, get to know each other, and like I said, off the court, and, um, you know, get get to play with each other. You know, the more and more we play with each other, the more and more, you know, we're going to start to gel real quick. And I think that's, you know, one of our biggest issues right now is, is knowing how to gel. You know, when you have new players on the team, you got to be able to know how to gel. And I think, you know, that's going to be our biggest issue. You know, we have the talent. You know, the talent is definitely there. You know, everybody can score. But, you know, we got to learn how to play together. Do you expect a long adjustment period at all? Say it again? Do you expect a long adjustment period? No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. We, we got guys that know how to play. You know, when you have guys that know how to play, it makes it easier, too. So it's not going to take long. Before you became a Mavs, what, what did you think about this team? And now that you are a Mavs, how do you feel about this team? Well, I mean, I think um, 
you know, Dallas is, is a very, very good passing team that they get credit for. You know, the year that they beat Miami in the championship, I thought they passed the ball extremely well when they knocked out the Lakers. They used everybody, you know, whether it was a first, second, third, fourth pass, whatever, how many passes they did to execute, I thought they did a good job of that. And, um, you know, me playing on Indiana it was something similar. We knew that one guy wasn't going to be able to beat, you know, a good team. It had to be multiple guys, and I think Dallas Mavericks, you know, was was the primary focus of doing it. What's the biggest challenge for you, Darren, being one of the two or three stars in the starting lineup and also being a quarterback on this team? Uh, I think uh, right now, I think the biggest challenge right now is just, like I said, I'm going to keep saying it, just playing together. We haven't played together. So I think, um, I mean, that's the only challenge. You know, Dirk, Chris Kamen, they're all experienced. They know the game. Elton Brand, they know the game. But um, we haven't really played together. And I think once the more and more we play together, I think that's just going to be a hub we got to get over. So, in, Indiana, how much control did you have, or uh, Indiana and New Orleans, how much control did you have over play calling? And uh, what, what kind of sense that you're getting from Rick in terms of how that will work here? Uh, Coach Frank, he gave me he gave me a great deal of um, control of the play call. You know, I think, um, you know, my second year there, he kind of gave me the keys and, you know, call my own plays and make sure everybody was getting the ball where they need to get to. And, um, you know, I'm not sure how it's going to be here. But, um, you know, as the course of the game, I like to be in control of the game as well. I like to make, you know, coach job easier. But, um, you know, when you're playing with, you know, Dirk or Chris Kamen, you know, O.J. Mayo, you know, it's kind of, it's going to be kind of easy to, you know, give them the ball because they pretty much know what to do from there. We're going to be late, so I apologize if somebody's already asked this, but is there some, some pressure that uh, to come in here and not beat Deron Williams? Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't get into that. You know, I don't I don't believe in pressure and I don't get into that. I always feel like, you know, in the NBA, you got to be your own player. You know, Deron Williams is – is a good player, and I'm pretty sure Mass fans would love to come here. But you know, I'm my own player. You know, I have I have a job to do here, and my job is to win and make this team successful, and that's it. Coach talked about how you were the best fit to replace Jason Kidd coming out of the team. How do you feel about those expectations? And, and you know, with Dallas, this is after winning a championship a couple of years ago. This is a team with high expectations coming into the season. How do you deal with that? And, and you know, how do you feel like you you fit in this team? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, J J we have a great deal of respect for Jason Kidd, you know, what he brought to the table, his floor managing, you know, the way, you know, he motivated guys off the court and how he made sure everybody was involved. But, you know, me as a player, you know, kind of similar, but, you know, um, <laughs> I'm in, no disrespect, but I'm in my younger days and I could bring, you know, some quickness to the team and um, some energy. You know, Jason Kidd, you know, he was able to do that you know, despite of his age and, and still be successful. And I could do it in other ways and using my quickness and energy and picking up full court defense, so. He used to start the fast breaks more with the outlet. Mm -hmm. Which which is effective. You know, I think um, where you're giving the ball up ahead, you know, and, and guys are scoring for layups within, you know, three, five seconds, or you're dribbling down within three, five seconds, I think it's all effective. You know, I think um, – the biggest key is up tempo. You know, we got to be a more up tempo team, and I think that's going to be our biggest goal this year. You put any pressure on yourself to get on the same page with Dirk right away because obviously he is the face of this franchise and how Dirk goes and Mavs go. I mean, is there any pressure on you to, to get a good relationship going? Uh, no, I don't think so. You know, you know, Dirk is so good that um, you know, he doesn't need anybody you know to get him going. You know, he kind of get himself going and. He's gonna do. He's gonna do a good job of helping us get on pace with him, get on track with him. But um, you know, for the most part, you know, I think 
playing off Dirk is, is going to be similar in my in my days when I was playing off with D West. You know, so they're a very good post player, so it's going to be easy. Thank you. You guys have a good day. One gets a little shorter. <laughs>
should be the best offensive center uh, that I've played with here in my career. Um, for sure not de defensively, but uh, I think offensively is his ability to score in post, uh, to shoot 16, 17 footers. Uh, I think we should be should be able to play it fine off each other. Uh, and then I think getting Darren in uh, uh, was a big move. Um, we definitely needed a point guard. Um, he's, he's fast. Uh, he can create his own shot. He can push the pace for us. He can get in the lane, shoot the floater, or find some shooters. Uh, so, yeah, I think we, we got younger. We got more athletic. Uh, and that, that was always our goal around me. Uh, um, so that was, uh, that was good, and then OJ, I think that came out of nowhere, I, I didn't even know we were talking to him, so uh, that, was, uh, that was a great surprise, I think he's a, a, a young player that's already he's got some experience in this league, he's a big time shot maker. Uh, so I think all the new guys are going to uh, be great and fitting great, but you know, uh, going to see here in camp how, how, how the team's going to look, and, but I'm looking forward to a good season, I feel good. And, that's already a big chunk. If I feel good, we're going to be okay. How do you feel about this team's potential? Well, I think uh, we got a lot of potential. We got some shot makers. We got some some penetrators. Uh, we got for the first time somebody we can just drop the ball to on the block, and and everybody else spaces out, and uh, and I can space out for a little bit, uh, and not only get the ball every time. Um, I think Elton's going to be great, uh, you know, post defense, shot making from 15, 16 feet. Um, Tricks looks like he's in great shape, uh, stayed in shape all summer. So, yeah, I think we're, we're going to be good and we're going to still be a, a tough team to beat. But where we're going to end up, I have no idea. I think that the West is stacked, uh, especially on, on the top. So it's, it's going to be tough to crack that uh, top two, three up there, but we're sure going to try. How did the conversation go when Jay Kidd called you and said, hey, you know, don't Well, he didn't call me. I had no reception in, in Africa where I was. Uh, so I only really checked my, my phone like once a day at night. And uh, well, the day before, he said uh, he was coming. And I think that's what Mark was, was a little upset about, that he basically said he was coming back. And then a day later, he said, uh, no, he's, he wasn't coming. So, yeah, it was, it was frustrating, you know. It was, um, I told him uh, we'd love to have you back and we'd love to have you retire, but I mean, you know, he's, he's old enough and he made a decision that he thought was best for him and his family. Uh, so obviously I, I respected that and uh, we, we moved forward and I wish him well. Eric, usually when you're competing for a championship, I mean, there's stability at some level is part of that. Uh, obviously with adding eight new players, there's not a lot of stability from last year. What, what makes you optimistic about competing for a championship? Yeah, I mean, uh, winning the championship that year it was kind of tough to bring the boys back. We had a bunch of guys that were free agents, and uh, you know we decided to to keep our uh, salary cap open for the first time in, in, in my career here, and uh, that's that's the route we took. And uh, unfortunately, or whatever, last year we, it was uh, we had some big fish available and we didn't get them, so. Uh, you can do two things, blow the whole thing up and start over, um, or you're going to keep signing guys to, to shorter contracts and uh, to, to stay a player in, in the free agent market the, the following year, and that's the route we took. And uh, I still think for, for that, uh, we, we, didn't, we have a heck of a team for, 
for basically saying we still want to be a player next summer and, and still uh, put a decent product out there. Uh, we're going to go out there and compete and, and see what happens. Dirk, what's your anticipation and excitement level about getting to go to Germany and be there to train for a few days and play a game there? Well, it's going to be a circus for me. Uh, I already know that. Uh, it's going to be a busy couple of days, but um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, I've been telling Hughes basically since we started this, this overseas trips we need to go, and he never wanted to do it. Uh, so I guess this year they forced him, and we're we're glad. But no, it should be great. I mean, um, the guys are, are going to see uh, Germany a little bit, and Berlin is, is, a, is a fun city. Uh, I think Barcelona is actually one of the best cities in Europe, so I think it's going to be a, a great trip. And, Obviously, for a week, it's, it's a little tough. You know, you get over there, you're jet lagged, and you're gonna you're gonna play you know, twice, and, and you know, NBA cares, events, and interviews, and stuff like that. So it's it's gonna be a little hectic, um, but I think it's also gonna be a, a great experience. And uh, Barcelona better hook me up to, with some tickets to El Clasico on uh, Sunday night, and then uh, I think the trip will be great. How long do you think that it will take for? Uh the chemistry between yourself and Kevin. Well, I played with Chris two summers already now, uh, since uh, he became a German citizen. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he helped me come uh, or, or reach my goal and, and be a part of the Olympic Games in, in 2008. So uh, we played together uh, that summer and then we played together again last uh, year, 2011, after we won the championship. And, but yeah, he's a. Uh, He's a very good offensive player, uh, and I think we play well off each other then, and I don't, I don't see any problems uh, coming here in the future. Um, you know, he, he, can, he can post, he can pick and pop a little bit, so I think we can actually run some different sets for, for the fives and run some plays for the fives this year, and, uh, and where that allows me to sit back a little bit or to spot up or, or do something else, so uh, I think it's going it's to be great. What was your reaction when Nash went to the Lakers, and what do you make of the talent they've assembled out there? Well, it's on paper uh, they're really, really good. I mean, they're, they're like if you look at their starting lineup, it's almost a, an all-star game starting lineup. So uh, they're they're stacked, and uh, yeah, they're going to be great. Uh, we'll see how they match together. I think. Uh, uh, they're they're going to be tough to beat if they, if they stay injury free. You know nobody knows how, how Dwight's feeling after his back surgery. But, uh, if they're all healthy, I think they're they're going to be a tough team, and they're definitely one of the favorites in in, in a tough West. And, uh, it was definitely weird to see Steve in the Phoenix uniform, being weird now to see him in the Lakers jersey. But uh, usually you get used to it after a couple games. Derek, what's the challenge for this team as you guys try to incorporate two or three starters into your starting lineup? Yeah, it's tough, uh, especially when we only have a couple of days here now before before we already start traveling and have our first couple of games. Um, but um, you know, the guys have been here since September 1st and playing some pickup ball with each other already. And, um, now we got to put some plays in, and obviously our defensive system. And, uh, but the good thing is, uh, we have a whole month. You know, last year we had a freaking week, not even or something. And, and we had to start, um, so this way we, we have some time to, to get all the calls and for the guys to learn the plays. Because uh, obviously, coach has a ton of them. Uh, so it's going to take some time to to jail. Uh, but like I said, I like the upside from the team. Yeah.
Coach Williams, Coach, you talk about your team is oh, oh, winless right now. Looking for this first win. How did you guys prepare going in? How we How you doing today? All right. Health and being part of the team, obviously, there's a lot of you, yourself, being one of the newcomers. Just talk about what it takes to see everybody come together and how long does something like this take? There are a lot of new faces, a lot of new players. It, it does take time to gel. So, you know, uh, I think starting training camp early, going to Europe, and kind of getting a chance to gel and mesh, I think that's that'd be beneficial for us. But a lot of guys on one year deals. I think they want to prove not only to the rest of the league but to our team that, you know, they can play and they want to fit in. And a lot of veteran guys, you know, it's not – we have a good mix of young guys that are hungry and want to get better, but we also have some veteran guys that, that also want to win. As far as Dirk, you've been around Dirk before, obviously, you played against him. And I know you haven't really played with him much except a couple things that but what's your impression of him being around you? Um, you know, great guy. You know, he has a lot of jokes. I didn't know he had so many jokes. I don't really like to get joked on, so, you know, make sure he stays away jokes from me. But <laughs> he's funny. You know, he's a good guy to be around, good leader. And you can tell that already just being here um, a few weeks. Do you feel like you have something to prove? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, being amnestied from the team and, uh, you know, we're being in the playoffs, getting to the second round, um, you know, definitely want to prove a lot. Um, but in the right way, you know, not individually. I'm at a point in my career, I'm not worried about the individual stats, just helping the team win and win win big. That's my goal, and just being a part of that. Elton, you played a few years with uh, Heyman, with the Clippers. Tell us about him as a player and as a person. I understand he's kind of a little bit of an oddball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, yeah, Chris is a, you know, a great center in this league, scoring center. Um, he, he can block shots, big body, and... Uh, you know, you'll see he has a lot of moves. You give him space, he, he can um, really, really dominate a game down there in the post. Um, hits the mid-range jumper very well. Um, he, he has quick feet, um, you know, for a center, true seven-foot center. So he, he's definitely going to surprise people in, aspect, in that aspect. He can play, can and he can rebound? still play. Can he rebound? Uh, he can rebound pretty well, but you know, hopefully these rebounds to me. If when I'm out there with him, I can rebound. <laughs> uh, and then off the court, he's just a fun-loving guy. You know, he gets a bad rap, but he just he just likes to have fun. Good-natured, um, great teammate, good-hearted person. You talked about the uh, kind of rent the rent the team aspect of this, of all the guys with one-year contracts. Um, I would think the good part of that is that you like you got a lot to prove. But you talked about also the playing through the team, not yourself. That's kind of a challenge for a team with that with that kind of makeup. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely gonna be a challenge. You know, guys are thinking, um, okay, I need to audition, I need to show, but I think I don't think there's too many more teams with cap space than right here. So if you want to <laughs> if you want to audition, you know, play right and play the right way, and, and that's fitting into the system and doing what ownership, management, and the coaching staff would want. That's what I would think. How big of an adjustment is it for you to come off the bench? And you know, what do you think are kind of the keys to making that transition? You know, I'm not sure um, what the adjustments are going to be. Uh, 
you know, we still have training camp, but, you know, I'm going in there playing, um, you know, playing just to prove that, hey, I, you know, deserve minutes, so whenever those minutes come, but um, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I think I'll enjoy, um, especially playing with Dirk, whenever I get that chance, because, you know, most of my career, I've had the best big defender defending me, whether it's their center, but if he's the best defender, he's on me, you know, if they're power forward, best defender, he's on me. So having Dirk out there, that's not going to happen. Um, having Kamen out there, you can't put you know, Dwight Howard or you know some elite defensive center on me. They have to guard the center in their true position. So I'll, you know, wherever we mix a match, hopefully I can take advantage of the matchups, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Do you have a feel yet for what your role is going to be? You talked to Carlisle about how many minutes, where you play, who's with, and that kind of thing. I, I don't think that's uh, determined yet. You know, I think training camp's important. Um, preseason games are going to be important. You know, I think he's looking like, hey, because we have a lot of talent. I'm not only at the big position, but the guards. You know, I look at the guards and like, you know, these guys are pretty good. I don't know when <laughs> when any of them are going to play besides, you know, the main guys. So um, I don't think that's going to be determined until, uh, you know, maybe closer to the end of training camp and preseason. How surprised were you to be amnesty and how long did it take kind of to get your head back in the right place to come here and play? Um, it wasn't a surprise. You know, we, we talked about it. Um, you know, the Sixers organization is very honest from the front. You know, Rod Thorne, and um, he let me know, like, hey, you know, we, we love you. We know you can still play. But, you know, money-wise and what we're doing with the ownership, you know, we feel this team may have capped out and we can't really make too many moves. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a realist. We didn't get it done. You know, we didn't get it done. Second round, we get to these conference finals. We're in game seven. Then maybe it would have been different. But, um, you know, uh, the the part that was tough was waiting to see who claims you off the waivers. You know, you didn't know. So any team under the cap from, you know, Charlotte, Sacramento, um, there was a lot of teams that could have claimed. So it was like, that was the toughest part. Like, where are you going to go? So when it was Dallas, it was, you know, it was great. There's a lot of disappointment this, um, this summer around here. Uh, they were expecting Dwight Howard and Deron Williams. Mm -hmm. Do you guys feel that the group that you meet, uh, that the new guys here, feel like there's some uh, something to live up to, some, some expectation, hey, we've got to prove that we're, you know, you didn't get shortchanged here? Um, well, you know, those two guys are very, very big, big names, superstar players. Um, you know, I think one player to kind of match what they're doing, uh, kind of maybe we have to do it by committee and be a solid all around. Um, team play our roles, you know, these, these new guys, but, you know, you saying Dwight Howard, Deron Williams, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I know we could, as a team, and with the pieces we put together, I, I feel we could match, you know, or get close to matching what, what they would have brought, but, you know, individually, I, you know, I'm, I'm not Dwight Howard anymore, you know. <laughs> Elton, you've had a lot of training camps to go through and obviously have a lot of experience how to prepare yourself for a season. But is there a is there a unique challenge this year? Everyone's talked that's coming here has talked about so many new phases and coming together. So does this camp and these preseason games present challenges and require you to do more than maybe you might normally have done at this stage of your career getting ready for a season? Um, yeah, you know, attention to detail is important, trying to get guys to gel, um, trying to get guys to mesh. Um, you know, coach has been you know, he's been working. He's seen me play a lot of pickup uh, last few weeks, so now he wants me to incorporate a corner three shot that I haven't taken much in my career, but looking forward to it. It's, you know, some days it's looking really good.
<laughs> Some days it's not, so I'm working on it and uh you know, looking forward to just being out there going through a system. How productive of those informal sessions that you had leading up to the start of training camp, how productive have they been? Um I think they've been uh, very productive, you know, especially for me, just being here, playing, you know, letting coach, letting management see, okay, this guy, you know, he can play, and here's is how we can use him. You know, it's, it's just training camp, two a days, you know, 32 years old, I don't know how much they, they're going to see, like, okay, this guy, you know. But being here early, coming, you know, a month and a half ago, almost two months ago, coming last week early, playing with the guys, playing pickup against Cayman and, um, you know, all the guys, you know, letting them see, like, what, what I can bring to the team. I think uh, it bodes well just, just for, for the team and, the, and the, just the knowledge of, from the coach's uh, perspective. And also, the audition perspective, that kind of tells them, say something to the team that you're willing to come in here and do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, but that's just me. You know, I want to be a part of the team. You know, I have a family, wife, a uh, kid on the way, but um, definitely want to be around my teammates. Um, and you know, kind of foster the young guys and run the steps with the young guys because I think that that helps build build that camaraderie. In terms of defense, you might not be Dwight Howard, but you're still a very capable defender. In terms of plotting big men or agile forwards, which one do you prefer as a defensive challenge? Um, no, they're both tough. They're both tough. Um, but you know, I played a lot at center. Um, during this latter part of my career, last four years, you know, it's guarded all those big centers from Dwight to Chris came and even to um, you know Yao Ming when he was still in the league. So I played uh, a lot of center, um, and the, the quick fours, you know, that's the, the stretch fours, you know, that's more of a challenge. But that's more um, kind of defensive set based. You know, you could you can do some things to make sure they're not getting open threes and you know keep them out of getting to the rim and stuff like that. So, you know, it goes different nights. It's different. Now, how do you think your game's changed since the day that you were an all-star? Um, and I think uh, game's changed, uh, you know, around me. You know, definitely less touches, you know, I feel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's how all guys feel, for sure. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, definitely lost some explosion and uh, maybe some quickness, but I you know, still have a lot of explosion, a lot of quickness left. Um, improve my jumper, um, you know, free throw percentage, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, it's all, I think it's it's about um, opportunity. You know, I see a lot of guys, and I was guarding a lot of guys, and they were on certain teams, and they're getting 25 shots a game, and I'm looking like, you know, these guys aren't dirt, you know, they're getting 25 shots. I'm like, you know, and they're missing the majority of them. I'm like, wow, that must be nice. But <laughs> so that's changed a lot. How's your German? What are your Spanish? Um, yeah, I took Spanish three years in high school, and it's pretty bad still. Uh, <laughs> German, I don't, I don't know too many words. You, uh, what's your take on having camp broken up by trip? Yeah, that's you know I alluded to earlier. I think start. Oh yeah, the oh, way to All right, everyone, welcome back to the Soto High School Football on RFSportsRadio.com. My name is Rodney Fisher. Welcome you guys back for the second half of the Soto taking on the Midlothian Panthers. The Soto leads the game 16 to 10 after two rushing touchdowns by the Eagles. One by Dontre Wilson, the other by. Number 28, the sophomore, is Tory Brown. 
and a touchdown by Patrick Hernandez, 63-yard touchdown to put the Panthers on the board as well. We had a great first half. Here's the kickoff for the second half. When we filled at the 30-yard line, gets upfield to the 35 and finally tackled. That was a run by number 14, Dustin Sweeten, which had a good game defensively. He even has a block field goal, uh, extra point attempt that makes it 16-17 uh, for the Eagles. If you guys sticked around for a halftime, you heard some premium content from rfsportsradio.com. I invite you guys to join our website, take a look around, and see more interviews with some of the other players and athletes in sports. Now, shotgun formation for the Panthers. Quick dump out pass to number 30. I mean, hit hard right at the 50-yard line with a flag on the play. And we'll see what the call is here. Quarterback for the Panthers is still number eight, Bryce Fawcett. He's had a decent game up until this point. And we'll wait for the flag here. It's going to go, looks like, against the offense. It's going to be a holding call against the offense. It's going to negate a good play. It was a first down play on the catcher run by A.J. Tully. And they'll move them back now to a second down and uh, two from the, well, first down and two, excuse me, from the first down two from the 45-yard line. As now, some kind of way, Foster now is in shotgun. He's going to hand the ball off to Williams. Williams will be game tackle close to the line of Close to the first down marker, but has enough on the four-yard gain. That was the end-of-round handoff to Victor Williams. And Taylor Young, number one, on the tackle. Normally, when the Eagles come back after the second, after halftime, and the, and the fiery speech of Coach Claude Mathis, they do pretty well their first series. Now, Foster, the shotgun, looking to pass. Gets the ball out to seed number 24, makes the catch. Good pass by Fawcett, and that'll be enough for a first down. Seed comes up limping. That's Justin Seed. As now we get ready for first down and 10 from the 35-yard line. And Seed ran a nice little seam route and caught the secondary of DeSoto napping for a good first down. Now with 10.48 left to go in the third quarter, it's first and 10 from the 35 for the Panthers. Foster shotgun formation. got two running backs there. They'll call a timeout if they're having some confusion on the play. We'll take a quick timeout here as well. You're listening to RF Sports Radio, broadcast of the Soto Eagles, taking on the Midlothian Panthers. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. 
Welcome back, everyone, here at Ben Dow Memorial Stadium. It is now first and ten for the Panthers at their thirty at the Eagle thirty-five yard line. And shotgun is Fawcett. Fawcett now will fake the handoff to Hernandez. Looking to throw, tipped up by Young, but couldn't get the pick. Young took the ball and read the play the whole time, but couldn't come away with the interception. Fawcett has four interceptions this season. Young with a great defensive play there to bring up now second and ten from the 35 for the Panthers. Snap is back to Foster. He's going to hand it off to Seaton. Seaton around the right side, tripped up and tackled for a gain of about five yards. Well, they give him six on the play. It sets up now third down and four from the 29-yard line. Tackled there by Taylor Young. He's been involved in the last three plays of this drive. Now Foster's shotgun formation has three wide receivers, two to his left. We're going to hand the ball to Hernandez. Hernandez around the edge. He gets the inside corner. Now makes a cut move at the 10. Bulldogs his way to the 5. As he races way out of bounds, nice piece of running by Hernandez. He's been the most effective offense the Panthers have had all day. Now, first and goal to five for the Panthers. A touchdown here would even things up with DeSoto. Now, first and goal from the five for Fawcett. Snap is back to Fawcett. Now, look at the throw. He's got the swing out pass, and then for a touchdown, it's Seaton. Reloaded evens up the score on their first drive of the second half. Now 16 all with the Eagles. 9:49 left to go in the third quarter. Seven play, 64-yard drive for the Panthers, leading to a touchdown by number 24, Justin Seaton. That makes his 11th touchdown of the season. Extra point is up and good, and the Panthers take the lead now. First time they've led in the ball game, up by one, 17 to 16. Good offensive drive by the Panthers. And now Coach Claude Matthews for the Eagles will have a nice discussion with his team and try to get them fired up here. And what a chain of events here, guys. I mean, we, we came into this game knowing it would be a tough game. Now I mean Lothian trying to pull off the upset. They only have one loss this season. This is by far the toughest team they've played in district so far. Minnesota has the most impressive resume in terms of wins. And now back to receive for DeSoto is Dontre Wilson and Zach White. Kicking off for the Panthers is number 42, Cody Samick. Samick will make a nice high kick, which will be fielded at the 30 of Fred Cott, I should say, by Royal, number 84. 
and they'll mark him down at the 31-yard line. It's where the Eagles will start their offense first and 10. Very important drive here for the Eagles. As they'll try to answer back, they haven't trailed much all season. And for the first time, find themselves behind in a ball game. Now, the snap back to White. White will keep it on the right side. Can't get around. Tries to spin out of it. But nowhere to go. He's going to be stopped in line of scrimmage. That sets up now second down and 10. Second and 12, excuse me, is a loss of two from the 29-yard line for the Eagles. Snap is back to White. White looking to throw. We got Wilson. It's Wilson, but no real gain in the play. They take him back to the line of scrimmage, only a gain of about three yards. That's a third down and nine from the 32. And the Panthers defense trying to make an impressive stop here. Three wide receivers for the Eagles. Snap is back to White. White rolls to his left looking to throw. Under pressure, escapes the pressure. Now Rose White finally gets it off, and throw is caught. Great catch there by the wide receiver for a first down, a critical first down. I can't see who caught the ball. He's still down on the ground. But what a throw by White to escape the pressure and get it out to the wide receiver for a critical first down there. We'll take a break and come back with the name of their player that caught the ball uh, once he gets up off the turf here. And he will get off the turf. That is Chris Lacey, number 15. Great catch by Lacey to give the Eagles some life here at the 49-yard line, first and 10 for the Eagle offense. Shotgun formation for the Eagles. They got three wide receivers. White has two to his left, one up top. They run the option play. White to keep it up the middle. Takes a hit for a gain of about five yards. Tackled by Martin for the Panthers. As they ran the option play to the right side and White electing to keep it. Now second and five from the 46. Quick snap by White. He gets it out to McDowell. McDowell will make a move at the 40-yard line, and that move will give him enough yardage for a good first down. Nice piece of running by McDowell. The pass was sure the first down marker, but able to gain enough yardage to get it first and 10 at the 38. Now snap back to White. White looking to throw right. No one open. He'll keep it for himself and dives forward. Gets back to the line of scrimmage at least. And it's set up a second down. Eagles trying to push the pace here. Second and nine from the 37. Dante Wilson in the backfield now. He's got three wide receivers. Two to his left and one up top. Now looking to throw. Looks like a screen. They get it out to number 88. He's going to push his way forward for a nice game. And we'll see where they mark him down at. Looks like they marked him at the 30-yard line. That'll be third down and two. That passes to number 88, Jamal Johnson, junior wide receiver, playing tight end. 
Big third down again here for the Eagles, 32 from the 30-yard line. Snap is back to White. He'll fake the hand off the wheel, so he'll keep it himself. And it looks like he got just enough for the first down. Nice running by Desmond White, who has been their leading rusher this game. As he's had to do everything for this offense to keep going. Now it's first and 10 for the 27. Snap back to White. Screen pass to Lacey. Lacey blows his way forward. Pass the line of scrimmage. Brought down for a gain of about four. Quick outlet wide receiver screen to Chris Lacey. The bit is shaking up. He looks to be fine. That's set up second and five at the 22. 6.30 left to go on the clock. Now he's going to swing out and pass the ball. Gets it completed to McDowell. That's good enough for the Eagles first down. Nice quick play by the Eagles. I set up again and run another play. First and 10 to the 13. He'll hit it off the wheel. So rip the right side. Gets inside. And for a touchdown. Touchdown to Solo. Dante Wilson. Second touchdown of the game. 11-yard run for a touchdown for the Eagles. And an important drive to answer back quickly. After the Panthers put up a point, now 22 to 17. Ten plays, 69 yards covered by the Eagles in about three minutes. And I hope you guys can keep up with the action because it's hard for us in the booth to keep up. Now they go for two. Swings the ball out and a good pass by White. Gets the two points to McDowell. Nice throw by White on the fade route. And McDowell has a two-point conversion. Now 24-17. Eagles go up by seven. We'll take a quick break here and come right back. we got a fast and furious one here, guys. You're listening to the Southern Eagles football on rfsportsradio.com. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. All right, guys, we're listening live. Make sure you give us a call, 323-927-2906 to hear the rest of the game. That's 323-927-2906 to hear the end of this game here. Kickoff by the Eagles, 617 left to go. They're up by seven. It's filled at the 30. He's got the inside. Now he's going to come back in at the 40. And a good piece of running there by the Panthers. That's Dustin Seaton. The Seaton brothers have put on a nice show here for Midlothian, both on offense, defense, and special teams. And Dustin Seaton gets the Panthers in great field position to start off, first and 10 at the 37-yard line. Again, guys, if you're listening on the web, give us a call, 323-927-2906, to hear the rest of this live. If not, it will be available tomorrow morning for a download on rfsportsradio.com. 16 left to go in the, in the 
third quarter. 24-17 Eagles now Fawcett, but handing off to Hernandez. Hernandez trying to get the corner. Just past Taylor Young. Up to the 20-yard line. It finally brought down at the 15. Taylor Young could not get the containment. He outran him, and that's going to give the Panthers another good first down in great field position here, first and 10 to the 16. Twenty-one yard run by Hernandez. They'll get the play from the sideline. Foster shotgun formation. Four wide receivers. Motion Hernandez will fake the handoff to him now looking to throw. And Smartly throws it away. Being pressured by number thirty-nine, Shaquille Jackson, the defensive lineman. And had no one to throw it to. Didn't want to turn the ball over. Nice, smart play to throw it away there. So now second and 10 from the, 20, from the 16 for the Panthers. And they look to try to even a score here and pull off the upset on homecoming day for the Eagles. Shotgun for Foster. Snap his back. He's going to hand it off to Seaton. Seaton around the right side. Gets inside, cuts in. Nice gain, not enough for a first down, but sets up a short third down, 32 from the eighth for the Panthers. Tackle for the for the Eagles, number 10, Vernon Johnson on the tackle. They'll make a quick substitution, and the Panthers line up and get ready to run a play here. They'll stop for a second, get the call from the sideline. Now Foster's in shotgun formation. He's got three backs. He's going to hand it off to him. He's going to keep it himself up the middle on the fake handoff. And looks like he fumbled the ball. But the Panthers jump back on in the end zone, touchdown Panthers. He fumbled the ball going in, but the Panthers jump right back on it. And now 24 to 23. Four-play drive that covered 63 yards. Well, four-play drive that covered about 40 yards for the Panthers. Now instead of the even score, the extra point. Kick is up, and it is good. Panthers answer back 24-24 on the Eagles. Wow, big game here, guys. And I hate to go away for a break, but we will break here shortly and get right back to more action here from Ben Dow Memorial Stadium. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. 
the the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas too. I got to work and had an awesome day, and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food, so I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the solo, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. And the kickoff was fair caught by number 25, Roy Smith, at the 34-yard line. Now, first and 10 for the Eagles. They'll hand the ball off to Wilson. Wilson's got the right edge. Now it's going to cut up field. Tries to spin out of a tackle, but unable to, but a good gain on the play. They'll set up a manageable second down for the Eagles, second and five from the 39-yard line. The Eagles will try to answer back with a score. The Panthers did a good job of scoring on that last drive at four plays. Now White looking to pass. He throws the front in the middle to Royal. Royal has been forward for a first down. Good heads up move by Royal, who's put together a ninth game here tonight on homecoming. Now first and ten for the 47 for the Eagles. Snap is back to White. White looking to throw again. Now Owen and almost up missed uh, Dontre Wilson. Had Wilson been looking for the ball, that was going to be a nice, nice play. For the Eagles, but he wasn't even looking for the pass at the time. Now second and ten for the Eagles, but this slows down the pace they like to keep. They'll Harry get to the line quick. They'll blow the whistle. Now 4-11 left to go in the third quarter. Snap is back to White. White gets it out to Roar. Roar makes a nice spin move. Goes forward for another Eagles first down. As they'll try to move the ball down as quick as they can. Now, first and 10 to 42 for the Eagles. White, shotgun formation, three wide receivers. They'll rush. The Panthers will rush. White will do a good job getting out of the pressure and a good juke move at the 40. That gets up to the 30 yard line and finally brought down right at about the 26, 27 yard line. And White put on an ankle breaking move at the 40 yard line. They gave him some running room. Now, first and 10 to 27. White, I hand the ball off to Wilson. Wilson straight up the gut. He's going to keep pushing the power forward. Has the first down as the Eagle players help him go forward. Now, they'll, they'll mark him down at the 16-yard line. It'll be enough for Eagles first down. Now, first and 10 at the 16. Panthers trying to dial up a blitz here. White will throw back the pass. Hits his wide receiver, Lacey, on the left side. Lacey will have a good game. Sets up second and three from the nine-yard line. 3.23 left to go here in the third. The Eagles continue their fast pace. Snap is back to White. White a hand out to Wilson. Wilson up the middle and almost close to a touchdown. Brought down a yard short. They'll set up first and go at the one for the Eagles. As the Panthers' defense can't seem to get any stops here. 
They hand up the Wilson. Walks in for the touchdown. Third, third touchdown for Dante Wilson. Eight-play drive covering 64 yards in two minutes. And this game is going to come down to what defense can make a defensive stop. 30 to 24, now the extra point attempt by the Eagles. Obergon is set up for the extra points, have one block tonight already. And the kick is up. This was almost blocked also by Seaton, but it will go good. And now 31 to 24, DeSoto over the Midlothian Panthers, but the Midlothian Panthers get the ball back here shortly. We'll take a quick break and come right back with more action on homecoming day for the DeSoto Eagles at Ben Down Memorial Stadium. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or a website, and you need more customers? Advertise with the fastest-growing Internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. And we're back here, guys. 3.08 left to go in the third quarter. And what a third quarter it's been. We went into halftime this game with 16-10. And now 31-24. And still time left on the clock here in the third period. Quick touchdowns by both teams. And I think it will come down to who's going to make a defensive stop. The kick by Obergon is going to be fielded at the 30-yard line. And the Eagles will finally make a nice tackle to prevent the Panthers from going across the 50. And they'll set the offense for the Panthers up for first and 10 at the 39-yard line. This Panthers offense has done a good job here in the second half, much better than the first half. They only had one touchdown in the first half and already have two in the third quarter. Bryce Foster to make his way back out on the field in the shotgun formation. Had a great game so far, throwing the ball very well. Good heads-up plays. Now he's going to step back and look to throw again. Under pressure, he's going to be wrapped up and sacked in the backfield by number 42, Jalen Lyons, the senior defensive lineman. Good job of getting in the backfield, Jalen, and making the play. Four-yard loss for the Panthers. Sets up second and 14 from the 35, and this may be the stop that the Eagles need to try to put this game away. Now second and 14, 2.30 left to go in the third period. Snap is back to Fox. He'll take the throw, and I hands it off to Seaton, and he'll be stopped close to where the original line of scrimmage was. You see where they spotted. As they faked the throw, they ran a draw play to Seaton. Now third and 12, as Eagle sideline gets their homecoming fans excited, ready to go for this big third down stop. Third and 12 at the 37 for the Panthers. He 
Eagles with a chance here to make a defensive stop. Now shotgun for Fawcett. Snap is back to Fawcett. He will hand the ball off to Seaton. Seaton's going to be stopped in line of scrimmage. A game tackle by Taylor Young and a host of other defenders for the Eagles. Try to get the ball to Justin Seaton. It sets up fourth down. Fourth and 13. And the Eagles finally get a stop that we've been waiting on, a three and out for the Panthers' offense. An interesting play called there by Coach Winnington to run the ball on third and 12. And set up a punt now. They have to punt it to Dontre Wilson, who stands at the 30-yard line to field the punt. Punt is up, and it's going to be punted out of bounds. Uh, looks like it's going to go out at the 42-yard 40, lines where they marked the ball out of bounds. It's going to give the Eagles a short field here. And they'll look to pick up the pace that they've already set here in the second half. They gave them some points here. 15 points so far scored in this quarter. Now, shotgun is set for White. White, no no one in the backfield with him. He's going to look to throw. It's a ball out deep. He's got Dante Wilson on the corner at the 20. Now the 10 to the 5, and touchdown, Wilson. His fourth touchdown, three rushing and one receiving touchdown for Dante Wilson. And he just flat out beat his defender step for step for the touchdown. And a good play by White. One play, 68-yard pass from White to Wilson. And now 37-24 Eagles. And that's set up for the extra point by Obergon. Snap is back. Kick is up. And it's going to be good. 38-24, Eagles, one play, 68-yard touchdown. And the Eagles go up by 14. We'll take a break here. You're listening to the Southern Eagles football on rfsportsradio.com. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station, didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch, and I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought, this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. 
Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods. Located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run, give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. And we are back here at third quarter, 46 seconds left. Eagles with a 14-point lead, 38-24 over the Panthers in a wild third quarter. The kickoff from the Eagles goes out of bounds. It'll give, well, the Panthers will like to have another kick here instead of taking the ball on the 35-yard line. As now they'll get reset here to make another kick. From the Eagles. It's been a wild third quarter. As I mentioned before, at halftime it was 16 to 10. And now we're 38 24 Eagles. As the Eagles defense gets a good three and out against the Panthers offense to give them a chance for a quick score and a 68 yard touchdown pass from Dez White to Dontre Wilson put the Eagles up by 14. Now another kick by Obergon and back to field the kick. It looks like it's number one. Patrick Hernandez has been their most effective runner throughout the game. Nice kick by Obergon. It's going to be fielded by Hernandez at the 15. Now he's up to the 30-yard line. Cuts back inside. Finally hit at the 35. And this will mark him down. Good tackle by number 30, DJ Augustus on special teams, and now the Eagles' defense are looking to do what they did on the last series. First and ten for the Panthers. They'll want to get something on the board here to try to keep pace with this Eagles' offense. Now Bryce Fawcett, the quarterback, finds up a shotgun. And he's going to hand it off to Hernandez. Hernandez is going to be hit by Taylor Young at the 40-yard line. But after a game of six on a play, that's of second and four at the 41 for the Panthers as the clock continues to tick. Now, second and four, the... Panther offense waiting on the play call from the sideline. And they'll go ahead and take a timeout here. Well, let the run into the fourth quarter. And we'll take a timeout here as well, come back with more more action from Ben Down Memorial Stadium. It is the fourth quarter. Eagles lead by 14, 38-24 over the Milwaukee Panthers. You're listening to Texas High School Football on rfsportsradio.com. What's up out there with the world? What's up with it's your boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. You can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, Every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. When you hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the 
middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? If that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if you're a Facebook lover, hit us up, Icebreaker and we're back here for second and four. It's going to be a handoff to Seton. Gain of about two yards now sets up third and two from the 43-yard line. And the Eagles defense here will have to hold if they want to put, pitch their second 3-0 and in a row. They'll hand the ball off to Hernandez. Hernandez uh, cuts back inside. I'm sorry, this Williams cuts back inside. And he'll be marked right at the marker. We'll see where they mark the ball. And without a, a measurement, they go ahead and give him the first down. Looks like there should be at least a measurement there. It was so close to a first down, but they're going to give it to him anyway. Lucky break there for the Panthers. But it looked like it was right on the marker, and normally they would measure, but no measurement there. Now first and 10 to 45 for the Panthers. They're handed off to Hernandez. He's going to be hit hard by Taylor Young. As Young belts Hernandez at the line of scrimmage, sets up second and 10 from the 45. Nice heads up play by Taylor Young. You'll see him on Saturday next year. Now 10.30 left to go in the game. Clock continues to run. Panthers now trying to find a set up here. Now Cena will come in and Hernandez will come out. Snap back to Foster. Foster looking to pass. Fakes the pass. Going to be hit as he throws. And Taylor Young intercepts the ball to 50. That's going to run around the left side, gets up to the 40 on his feet, and finally brought down Taylor Young with an interception as he swarmed on the sidelines by the coach and the players. But what a defensive play by Young. Young has had his eyes on the quarterback the entire game and finally comes away with his first interception tonight. That's the fifth interception this year for Fawcett. And now the Eagles first and 10 is the 39-yard line. 10-10 left to go in the game. And the game was saw the Panthers take the lead 17-16 on their first possession in the second half. Now the Eagles up by 14 with a chance to go up by 21. Wide and shotgun formation. Got Wilson to his left. Now we're motion Wilson out to the right side. Empty backfield. Now snap is back. And why to keep it up the middle? Now it's a 30. 25. Gets a block of the 20. Still on his feet. And finally rushes out of bounds. Right at about the 18-yard line. Wilson with a good block at the 20-yard line. The spring white free to gain a little more yardage. 21-yard run by Desmond White 
sets up DeSoto first and 10 to 19. He's had a great game today, running and passing the ball. Now they hand it off to Wilson on the left side. Wilson cuts up inside, and they're for a touchdown. That's his fifth touchdown of the game. Five touchdowns by Dontre Wilson, four rushing and one receiving on a two-play, 40-yard drive by the Eagles. And Wilson's having the game of the season tonight. Five touchdowns on the game. Now the extra point by the Eagles. Kick is up by Obergon, and that's going to be good. Now 45 to 24. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, literally 15 minutes ago, it was 17-16 Panthers, and it was even tied up 24-24, and ever since then, it's been all DeSoto. And we're back here with 9.43 left to go. DeSoto has really just broken the game wide open, up now by 21. That interception by Taylor Young led to the four-play drive. And Wilson now for now for a fifth touchdown. Amazing. Two-play drive, excuse me, not four-play. They cover 40 yards. Wilson, as I mentioned before, will be at the University of Oregon next year. Now the kick by Obergon is going to be fielded by Hernandez at the 25. He get out to the 30. Now finally push out of bounds at the 35-yard line. And the Eagles defense will take the field. Taylor Young has a sack on the game, an interception, Four solo tackles. Good game for the captain of this solo defense. The Panthers fans are speechless at this point. Their team was in it the whole game. Tied it up at 24-24, answering back a touchdown. And since then, it's just been all DeSoto. Now snap uh, back to Foster. Foster takes the hand out to Hernandez, looking to throw deep. And it, oh, almost intercepted again by Taylor Young. Almost had his second interception in a row. Had his hands on the ball, but could not bring it down. Must have thought about running before he thought about catching the ball. And he talked about a monster game. That would have gave him a monster game on defense to match the monster game by Dontre Wilson. What, what else can you say about him after having a five-touchdown performance tonight? we still got nine minutes left to go. Snap back to Foster. Foster hand out to Hernandez. Hernandez is going to be hit again by Taylor Young. Another solo tackle for him. Gave him only one on the play. 
And Hernandez has been gashing the solo defense all night long with runs, and now they said enough is enough. Hernandez will come out, and now Seaton will come back in, along with number 23, Daniel Rushing. Now third and ten for the Panthers. Snap back to Foster. Foster rolling out, looking to throw, and in and out of the hands of the wide receiver. There was number 23, Rushing, who had just checked in. Good pass by Foster, but Rushing couldn't hold on to it. Would have gave the Panthers a first down. Now instead it'll be fourth and ten from the 37. 8.52 left to go here in the ball game. And the Eagles looking for another defensive stop. They'll go ahead and go for it here. Fourth and ten from the thirty-seven. Snap is back to Foster. Now Foster looked to pass. Under pressure is going to run for it on the right side. Now throws, and it's going to be picked off by the Eagles. Interception by number 11, Marquise McNeil, the senior DB, and the senior stepping up having a big game on homecoming of all days. And DeSoto will take over. DeSoto is already ranked number two in the nation by USA Today and Max Preps. Ranked number one in the state by both organizations as well. And this is by far being their toughest test in district. And an impressive win here could vault them very well into a number one national ranking. Snap is back to White here on first and ten. White to get the pass out to his wide receiver on the left side. That's complete to Greg Medford. And now they'll sit up for a second down and about two. Snap is back to White. White now hand the ball off up the middle. Wilson, he'll be stopped. Momentum will be stopped. They're giving him the first down here. As the Eagles pace stays the same. First and ten now at the... 43-yard line. You know, pitch it now out to Wilson. Wilson at the 40. Now at the 20-yard line. Look at the cut back in the 10. Send the feet. Another cut move. And finally brought it down at the one-yard line. <laughs> I'm going for his sixth touchdown of the game. My goodness. Stay tuned this week. We'll definitely be talking to Coach Mathis about this game and the performance of his running back, Wilson. Wilson now. Hands off to him and in for another touchdown. Six TDs for Dontre Wilson. Four-play, 55-yard drive capped off by another touchdown by Dontre Wilson. Six on the game tonight. Now 51-24. to 24. <laughs> The total next week takes on Duncanville. 
who I believe right now is uh, winning their game against Mansfield. 52-24. Eagles on top. 7.52 left to go in the ball game. I want to thank everyone for listening to the broadcast. Make sure you go to rfsportsradio.com for more premium content. From us, as you heard during the halftime show. Quick update on District 75A, the district the Soto plays in. Mansfield is actually beating Duncanville 37 to 16. Cedar Hill on top of Grand Prairie 54 to 7. South Grand Prairie and Mansfield Timber Timberview is 24 to 22 still in the fourth quarter there. And as you know here, the Soto up 52 to 24 over. The Midlothian Panthers. Ironically, the Duckerville team are the Panthers also, and they'll have to deal with the Eagles as well. Now, the kick here by Obergon. It'll be filled to the 25 by the Panthers. Number 32 finally pushes his way forward. He'll be tackled just short of the 40-yard line. There was a return by Tristan Oliphant, his first time carrying the ball. Now first and 10 at the Midlothian 38-yard line for the Panthers. Normally, we break away from a game like this, but stick around because we've got a record-setting possibility for Don Trey Wilson to possibly set a Texas high school football record for touchdowns in a Texas 5A game. So we'll stay here for this one. They're going to hand it off to Williams. Victor Williams will make it around the right side and will be brought down right at the 45-yard line. Uh, set up second and three. And uh, credit to the Midlothian players, they played very, very hard tonight. They played DeSoto just about as well as they can, or any team can for that matter, even leading in the game at one point and tying it up after DeSoto scored a touchdown. The Midlothian fans have been great as well. They're still here in full force cheering their team on. Now snap back to Fawcett. Fawcett will hand it off again to, to Williams. And Victor Williams will get the ball out here close to a first down. It'll be third and one from the 47-yard line. As they wait now on the play, play from the sideline here. Nothing to be ashamed of here by the Midlothian Panthers what they were able to do for about half of the game tonight. Now Foster Shotgun is going to hand it off to Hernandez. Now he'll keep it up the left side, and Schuster and Tackable breaks out of it enough for a first down that'll move the chains. So it's a first and 10 for the Panthers at the 49-yard line, 6.23 left to go in the ball game. 
Now first and ten, clock continues to run. Snap back to Foster. Foster looking to pass. Now Bryce Foster runs to his left. Gets it out to number six. And six will make a great move to get the first down. Took the collision from number 21, Jack White, but has enough for a first down. It was a catch by Jacob Montez. And first down by Montez as well. Now first and 10 to 40 for the Panthers. You know, we saw this team last year take on teams in Longview, Tyler, and do a great job. And this team this year looks even better than that team last year. Now they're handing the ball to Hernandez. Hernandez around the right side. He get around to the right and finally be brought down at the 35-yard line. Sets up second and five for the Panthers. 5.40 left to go. And now snap back to Foster. Foster will hand out to Williams. Victor Williams around the left side, and he's brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Good piece of tackling by Taylor Young. Again, with another nice solo tackle for him. He's got an interception and sack. Six solo tackles on the game as well. Clock will keep running. Now we're under five minutes to go. Bryce Foster, they get the play from the sideline. They'll wait to check the sideline again for another play. Snap back to Foster. Foster looking to pass. Oh, and he's going to be sacked. Great athletic move. Looks like by number 26, Howard Johnson. Johnson jumps over a low block and jumped right on top of Bryce Fawcett. Bring him down for a sack. Loss of two in the place. That's a fourth down and seven. And they'll take a timeout here as well. I want to thank all of our alumni that listen tonight. Um, you can also listen to this broadcast throughout the week on RFSN. Go to rfsportsradio.com and click the tab for RFSN Radio and be able to listen to this broadcast along with our sports talk from a fan's perspective from across the country. Now 425 left to go, fourth and seven for the Panthers. Foster now rolls his right looking to pass, gets the pass off and overthrows them, threw it out of bounds, and that will turn over the ball back to DeSoto. With 418 left to go. And now it looks like some more of the Milwaukee fans will beat traffic. Oh, yeah, 
and the Eagles will now set up first and ten from the 37, their own 37. We got a, a we still have this wide and quarterback here, but we do have Jatory Brown in a running back. They'll hand the ball off to him on the left side. He breaks one tackle, gets past the line of scrimmage for a gain of about one. We've got a mid-located Panther down the field. We'll take a quick break here and come back with the end of the game. Again, the subtle up 52-24, 3.58 left to go. You're listening to rfsportsradio.com broadcast of the Soto Eagles High School Football. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to DeSoto, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. And second and ten for the Eagles. And White will try to get the ball out to Chris Lacey. And we'll be incomplete. They'll set up now third down and 10 from the 37 for the Eagles. 3.53 left to go in the ball game. Snap is back to White. Now White rolling to his left looking to throw. We'll get the ball out to McDowell. McDowell will get across the 40-yard line. Not quite enough for a first down. So they'll set up fourth down. And about five here from the 42-yard line. And it's like the Eagles will come out and punt the ball. Punting for the Eagles is none other than number 90, uh, the defensive lineman (laughs) uh, who punts the ball for the Eagles and does a pretty good job at it to be the big guy. Oh, punt's going to be blocked this time. But fielded by the Eagles and finally brought down, there will be a punt of about one yard. <laughs> As we get the ball back to the Panthers with 337 left to go in this one. Well, to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. Make sure you stay tuned with us as the Eagles have their final game of the season here. That'll be not next week, but the week after. So make sure you tell someone to tune in for the broadcast. Also, get ready for the playoffs about to start here in a few weeks as well. And the Eagles will definitely be a huge, huge favorite to win it all this year 
in Texas 5A. Panthers are handing balls to Hernandez, and Hernandez will get around the left side, finally brought down at the 30-yard line. Good enough for a first down for the Panthers. We thank everyone for listening. Make sure you tune in to rfsportsradio.com throughout the week. Also, RFSN. Find us on TuneIn Radio as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the broadcast. Until next time, my name is Rodney Fisher. For everyone at RFSN, thank you guys and continue your support. Continue to support sports talk from a fan's perspective.